0: Uh, Okay, everyone, welcome back to another episode of Steroids Are Good. Um, We're joining you later in the week this week. We apologize for that, you know, life stuff gets in the way. So, unfortunately, you know, we had to record a little later, but there's some, uh, yeah, there was some unfortunate news coming out of Wisconsin, but um, it actually intersected with uh, sports stuff today. So, you know, while the events generally are kind of unfortunate and really... Yeah, you know, very sad events going on there. But, you know, it's good to get some sort of, I I don't know, I guess that we can give our perspective and like a sports type of perspective on it too with everything that happened. So, yeah, I think that's pretty much the direction that we're going to go for this episode. Uh, How's it going, Dex? How are you doing?
1: Oh, it's going good. You know, it's been a crazy roller coaster within the last seven days up till now um, with, uh, you know, the playoffs, the bubble, Luka, Paul George flipping it around. LeBron looking amazing, AD looking amazing, The you know, I called for, um, I think there's been like two sweeps, Philly got busted, and then all of a sudden with uh, Jacob Blake, and then um, you know, the players just doing, uh, you know, not playing their games, and where are they going, Kenny Smith walking off on TNT, uh, just so much stuff that happened within this last week, it's crazy.
0: Yeah. Did you see the thing that uh, Chris Webber was uh, speaking about? He was like kind of like talking about like his own experiences and like quoting Martin Luther King and stuff like that. I don't know. I'm not really a big fan of him as an announcer, but I thought that he spoke really well. And he I don't know. He thought I thought he did really well there. So it, it,
1: yeah. it, it really it captured my attention like I was watching it and I thought he was going to say something, you know, just like whatever. But he really garnered my attention. When, you know, like he said, when he was like, well, Charles, you came to my high school you Know or something to that magnitude, and then he was talking about, you know, he said, You know, it's not about what your enemies say, it's about the silence of your friends. You know, quoting Dr. Martin Luther King, I like it was really, really good, though. I was, you know, well, 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 well spoken, you know, and so I mean, it's just, it's just tough. I mean, there's just I know that we, you know, we was on, and this is, and honestly, this is why I kept pushing It's like, I think literally now the NBA, NBA players are feeling kind of like how I felt like about picking up and starting. I think you and both said that we wasn't really wanting them to start the, the regular season in the playoffs because... um it was going to take away the focus and the attention from what the real, you know, matters at hand needed to be focused on. And then, you know, everybody started kind of falling back into their, you know, their comfort zones for the most part. Uh, and, um, you know, people were talking about like how, you know, oh, they're doing too much now. Or, you know, people were coming up with certain stances to where people wasn't hopping on them as much. I forget who it was. It was one of the like coaches or somebody that got away with what they were saying because it kind of like deflated. And I'm like, you know, keep that energy, keep that same energy, keep the same energy. And I spoke, you know, it's talked about, you know, Breonna Taylor every single time and saying she needs to call for justice for the her murderers. And then for them to legitimately like shoot this man in the back seven times. And I, I, you know, a lot of, of my conservative friends or people that are like a little bit more far right than I am, or for most people, they will always say, well, you know. Well, he was doing this, and and it's really funny. Like, it's really, really funny. They're
0: already coming out with that bullshit, man. They're saying that he had a knife in his car, which is, like, he wasn't in his car. He didn't have the knife on him or anything like that. Like, they'll always come up with some bullshit excuse for it. So, yeah, like, yeah, there's no excuse for that. And, you know, I don't have too many, like, Republican or right-wing friends or anything like that. I don't know. It's just uh, maybe I'm limiting myself or whatever. I don't really know. But, yeah, <laughs> I don't know. I feel like I don't really have too many people who would just look at, like, you know, look at that video or whatever and just see this guy getting shot in the back five times, like, seven times and be like, you know what? That's normal and that's good. And we should keep, <laughs> you know, we should keep a system going on like this. But, do, yeah. 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 Yeah.
1: One of their main one of their main things is, like, if you will come do compliance. The thing about it is, is that um, we shouldn't have to be on our hand, like. P's and Q's for fucking cops, like that shouldn't be the. I mean, if it, that's that's the whole point about it being equal, like there was like legitimately like a murderer that got took to McDonald's before he went to like the police station. Like it's like these are the people like that like I seen I literally seen a guy that killed five people and this is way before this all happened, you know, because, you know, being black might be a trend for like a lot of people or no understanding black people might be or, you know, minorities might be like a trend for most people. But this has been me my whole life. You know we hear the stories we've seen things like that you know we pay attention to these things and we've seen how you know a guy could run around and chase a cop around with an ax that didn't kill four people and the cop didn't tase him didn't do anything like that none whatsoever and a guy could literally be inside of a parking lot minding his business or you know sitting in his car and him get shot to death like it's just it's just crazy how that is i don't care what people like when i say my uh, friends there are people that you know that are first certain things they're more uh, I want to say they're more about like, okay, well, this person should have did this, but they don't really understand. And honestly, I don't have a lot of them now, but I still have like the very few, like two or three that are trying to understand. So they they have a different perspective and they usually had to educate them. But... They always go, well, he shouldn't have been. It's like, yeah, I no, I don't agree with that. Like, there's been plenty of times where we see, you know, our white counterparts, you know, do crazy things with police. I mean, you ha- just watch a comedy special talking about police uh, brutality or how police interact with, you know, white people compared to, you know, other minorities and how they treat them and how things are, how things different. And it's so crazy. And so, those shots, no matter if he had a gun, no matter if he had a knife, no matter if he had anything like that. It didn't he wasn't pointing at the cops, he didn't threaten their lives. There's nothing that actually, you know, took place for them to actually shoot that man in his back seven times with three with his three sons in back of the car. Like that's that's ridiculous. And I don't I don't care this man and I love it how you know this is sarcastic, not love it generally, but I love it how they don't want to release any part of the videos with the cops, they don't want to say anything about the cops and they'll say well the press is not gonna release anything, but they love to tell what the guy did in his past. Right, like oh, this guy was this. You know, he had this going on, and he was this kind of hardened criminal, and blah 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 blah. blah. So they could try to justify before the story goes out, but. They never, ever, ever tell about a cop being like this. Cop has been on leave before for being too hyper aggressive with the you know the prison uh, with uh, with his <laughs> routes. They never do that. They're
0: not even releasing the names of the cops uh, who shot him. Right they're now. not. They're not even doing that not. right now. I mean, uh, I think Sean King on Twitter, who I yeah. don't know, uh, he's had some weird stuff about him, like you know potentially taking money from victims raising money and then using that for himself or whatever but you know he's actually like threatening to like release the names of all the cops in the uh the uh, kenosha police department and then threatening that unless they reveal that he's going to just reveal all their information i don't know i don't know if that's the right way to do it or not but at least it's something i feel like you know i don't
1: know and then that 17 year old like white guy white boy that had like a shotgun or ar yeah he, like on his he, a that's crazy. he had
0: some sort of like a, like an automated or like semi-automated like assault rifle it's type like a, of shit. Man. Yeah, yeah it was an ar it yeah. was an
1: ar and then like the police seen them and he's like oh we got to protect and they gave him warnings, like thanking him for like whatever he literally shot a man in the head they chased him down the way that's why he was being chased just to let you know and they were trying to stop him he shoots another person in the chest and one person in the arm and he literally walks away waving at the cops with the he, ar he literally got back
0: to his home state he's not even from wisconsin he's from illinois he got back to his that like, is crazy he got back to his home state and then he was eventually extradited back to wisconsin but yeah and like the the, the stories that are coming out out about him now or oh he was helping uh clean the graffiti or whatever in kenosha that's what comes out if you're someone who murders you know protesters or people who want to achieve racial justice you know you get that type of story yeah. about you but you know exactly. if you're someone who gets uh, shot or killed by the police then you know every little thing every little mistake you've ever done had in your past. Or, you know everything that you've ever done like comes out, and you know it needs to be the main thing about you. I guess I don't know. Man, it just the captain. Makes me angry. The,
1: the captain. The captain. Literally of the you know the captain of that police or whatever uh, in Kenosha. He legitimately stood on the podium, and literally said, "Well, if you know you obeyed curfew, this would not happen." So that, you know I don't see why like they were like like basically like grazing over this man killed this this child killed two people and harmed severely harmed another and like oh wait he was in there for curfew so shouldn't they have been in there for curfew also other than the the protesters shouldn't the people that was holding the militia shouldn't they have like been inside also for curfew that wouldn't happen if they didn't have the ARs out there past 10 o'clock too so it goes both like honestly you can miss me with the fake shit like honestly I'm done with that bullshit I agree with everybody else like this is just, it has to stop and it's like I agree with the players. Like, they must be feeling like terrible people right now. Not terrible people. They must be feel real bad because they know they provided a distraction for what was at hand. We only had basketball for at least, what, almost a month now? And all of a sudden, the cops is like, and you know. Prashanta, that you meet me discuss this all the time, when uh, there's people being killed still, there's still uh, injustices going on, like, and it's just not garnering the attention that it should be because of sports now, and people are focusing on drafts, and people are focusing on the playoffs, and, you know, we have really good stories coming out the bubble, you know, Cinderella stories, you know, an emerging superstar, like, these things distract us, and it's distracting us, like, honestly... And I'm one of the hardcore people that don't like to forget anything and likes to stay. And I'm the one that says, you know, keep the marathon running, keep going, keep going. And, like, I literally heard about an individual that was, like, that had got killed. I forget. It was probably in Georgia, I believe. It was either in Georgia. It was one of the Bible Belt states. And... um I was literally, that would usually, like, bother me. But because I was so excited about seeing what the uh, Lakers and Blazers were going to do, I like lightweight kind of just, like, not forgot about it, but it kind of, like, distracted me from what was at hand. I am one of the grassroots, like, leaders in my community for, you know, these things. Like, I do uh, I do have, I, I am a part of a PAC. And so PAC, Political Action Committee, you know, for these kinds of things. And for me to be like, oh, yeah, you know, it's, I can see where... You know, the athletes feel bad about how they gave, you know, gave people distraction. They're basically was just entertainment, dancing monkeys, just to like distract from what actually is. And, you know, it's just a lot. I know I'm talking a lot. I just have a lot on my mind. And uh, how do you feel about it? Like, how do you feel about the whole situation and it, like, develops?
0: Yeah, man, I concede where you're coming from, for sure. And I just kind of feel bad for the athletes, man. Like, a lot of them have, you know, based on, like, reporting that's coming out from the bubble, a lot of them have been, like, you know, really, like, devastated by this and thought that, like, you know, what they were doing and the fact that they were, you know, talking about these issues in that, like, public setting while in the bubble would, like, make a difference. But, ultimately, you know, we've talked about this before. Like, this, the NBA is, like, a single like corporate entity that just basically wants to make with money right so you know we don't know what's going to like you know they can't really make that much of a difference in society or anything like that You know, they can't do a lot more than, like, kind of just, like, share their voices and stuff like that, share their opinions and all that stuff, you know, and hope that that does something, but they can't ultimately do that much, and I just feel bad for them, especially if they thought that this was going to, they were going to really make a big difference, but yeah, man, I just think that there were more important issues at hand, and yeah, like you said, we both didn't really want the league to start up again, but it is what it is and you know it looks like the players have kind of woken up and you know most teams have voted to not play anymore and this sus- uh, actually most teams voted to keep the season going a couple teams lakers and the clippers actually who are probably like the two like most like favored like title contenders beside the bucks they voted to stop the season every other team wanted to keep playing so yeah man i don't know how this is going to develop but yeah it's good to see some like this type of like strike type of thing happening for sure man yeah it's good
1: I liked it that they pulled out. I liked it that they left. I wanted to see more. You know, you know, you know. I'm never satisfied with what they could do more. They have, uh, you know, other than you know, celebrities like let's say, you know, musical artists or actors, and actresses. You know, athletes or black people's like main voice that's the only way that you know we be heard we being seen a lot of you know why is muhammad ali so famous you know it was because he was just some random guy on the street corner he was the world champ you know what i'm saying and he fought for certain rights you know you have dharma you have dr martin luther king you know he was you know a preacher a pastor but malcolm X wasn't even no like side dude i mean he was a he was a, a he was a criminal but then when he came out he was one of the right-hand people for like one of the biggest muslim like you know, uh, uh, factions at that point. So, you know, our athletes are like our voices. And I I liked it that, you know, I kind of was upset that they started it, but I'm kind of happy that they started. Now, if they stop it and say, you know, we're not coming back until some, they gave you a little taste of what what's to come. And if they really want to like make a change, I was just stop, like, just stop. Like, no, this is what we need to happen. Like, you could be like, no, because regardless of the fact we're NBA, players nfl players are not the guys that could like go there and lobby for like you know certain things we do understand that like if anybody doesn't understand about politics we know that they can't really do anything like that but it's but the nba's nba players and the nfl players not playing hurts the bottom line of the billionaire owners and those guys those guys talk to the people in Congress and the Senate and you know that the House of Representatives those guys are the guys that deal with those guys and so if they could sit there and disrupt their owners they're going be like hey this is attacking my bottom line something, something has to change and so I, I'm, I'm all for it Not right
0: even there. just the billionaire owners, man. like uh, these multinational like international like giant like media corporations and stuff like that too yes. like Disney probably like the biggest like entertainment company in the world they own ABC like they were, they they were going to be the team that broadcasts like i think the western conference finals and the conference finals right so yeah like yes. i mean they with that they're going to be losing a ton of money too so it's not even these like individual billionaires who while they're still rich they don't have the power of like these giant corporations for sure so yeah man uh, hopefully that this does affect their bottom line and we can actually see like some sort of i don't know real change happened because of that especially to the way policing is conducted because like you know it's sad to say but ultimately like in the current political system and the climate that we have you know people with money when people get with money get behind a certain issue that's when it really starts to you know get popping and go off so yeah hopefully that yeah. happens and you know we can actually see some change come out from that way
1: Definitely, definitely. Like I really wonder like the thing that makes me upset the most is that, you know, Yumi did our predictions, you know you know what I'm saying? We did our predictions. We were talking about, you know, what we were thinking about, how this was gonna play out for the NBA. Um, you know, Yumi both spoke highly of Luca and Luca is like stepping out and showing out like there was so many Topics that I wanted to like go over and you know talk with you about and it it just seems like it's just like not even the correct timing and and honestly I know I want to talk about it say oh yeah I could just basically tell you Luke is amazing Uh, Portland was a buzz. I like to see I like what I'm seeing with OKC. I told you Celtics gonna gonna be there. I knew Sister's gonna be a flop. Name and should not, not have been fired and if he does go to Chicago. Like I could say things these things up and down the, the theme but it's like what's at hand is what's important and it's that's just
0: yeah, 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 man, like, uh, you know, kind of one of our silly segments that we do is the Deflated Balls of the Week segment, and the Sixers were definitely going to get it, the Sixers, Elton the was. they were definitely <laughs> going to get it just for getting swept, despite having, like, an all-star level player in Joel Embiid and all that, but, yeah, now it goes out to the Kenosha, Kenosha Police Department and the, you know, oh, that yeah. kid who shot those... Yeah, who uh, killed those people. Uh, You know, you all get the uh, deflated balls of the week for this week from steroids are good. And I don't know. We'll probably continue to get it until, I don't know, some sort of justice is achieved, I guess. So, yeah, for a while now, you know, our running thing is that they consistently have the deflated balls of the week, I guess. Yeah.
1: Yeah, definitely. They definitely get that. The Kenosha police and then definitely that that 17-year-old boy that shot those three individuals, killed two of them. And, you know, honestly, I just... I'm just, I'm just taking back. Like, I just, it's, it's kind of like, I feel like Doc Rivers. Feel, you know, Doc Rivers is as positive as could be. And it seems like he was at a wall, you know. Nobody really understands, like, why do we have to prep to be, to live? Like, why do we have to, like, prep our children? Hey, if you do this, you have to do this. Hey, and you could have, like, and then the thing about it is, you could be, like, a really good, upstanding citizen. Because, you know, they like to, you know, You know, villain not vilify us. Of course, you know with this person, you know in kindergarten he stole three cookies. So you you know he just you know what I'm saying like they like to do shit like that. And so, but you have you know the fucking like like Obama, you know, and you could be and then they would ask Obama for his ID card to go to a mailbox, You know if you lived in a good neighborhood. Honestly, that's how it feels like. And so it has, like, it's just like you're black. They see, or you're a minority. They just see you as something terrible. And it doesn't mean, you don't have to do anything. They don't know you for shit. But you are just terrible. And that's, that, That's a, it's, it's not a tough pill to swallow. I just hate seeing pe- people die for no reason. I hate to see people that, you know, work had been a different way, a different kind of outcome. If these people didn't wake up with hate in their heart. Or wake up with bigotry in our heart or wake up just in a bad mood and want to abuse their power or because, you know, uh, in high school, this this black dude stole my girlfriend because, you know, he did this or this this Latino guy did this or this guy did this. Like I don't like these these officers. And it's not just the white ones. Like it's not just the white ones. It's just police in general. You know what I'm saying? It's mostly all the white ones. You know, they have little, like, factions and little clubs. On, you know, in L.A., they have some kind of weird club to, you know, they have these tattoos. I forget what it is. It's like a tattoo of, like, a skull or some kind of Nazi symbol with a skull. And you could tell, like, the, for them to initiate each other, they got to beat the shit out of, like, some black dude for no reason. Like, there's, like, these things need to be investigated and not investigated by their internal, you know, resources, but, like, outside resources. So they could do it the correct way and resources i feel like there should be a definitely paradigm shift on how we g- uh, let these officials or let these chief uh, you know we're supposed to do it anyway but i'm saying like i feel like it'd be different if we had our own governing type of like i guess law enforcement or how it's supposed to go i don't know something has to change something has to change fast because it's getting to the point where people are, are not settled people are not rested people are thinking i can't even go outside my neighborhood I mean, I will because I'm not scared of none of these motherfuckers. And yeah, I am holding a gun. And yeah, I can do whatever the fuck I want to do because this is legal. And if you attack me, you're going to get this work. But in all in all, why should I have to think that? Why do I think that my neighbor hates me? Why do I have to go around when I see a flag on somebody's uh, house, not like feel like, man, they're honoring? Like, I served in the military. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm supposed to feel proud that they're hanging up that flag. Now, every time I see a flag, it doesn't have to be a Confederate flag. Now, if I see a United States flag, I'm automatically thinking they're racist. And that's terrible for me to think like that. The thing that I fought for, for our freedom, I see that the symbol, what I fought for, and I am in fear, not fear, but I fear what will happen, if I see the person coming out that house, what the what the reaction is going to be, what what they're going to say, how they're going to look at me, how they're going to interpret who I am. So is this crazy nowadays? And is this really, really bothersome?
0: Yeah, for sure, man. I get where you're coming from completely. And yeah, I don't know. The entire system of policing just needs to be changed in some way, you know, because exactly because, you know, it doesn't matter what whether someone is individually a racist or not you know we don't know in the hearts of those cops who shot you know whether it's the ones who shot jacob blake whether it's the ones who killed brianna taylor whether it's the ones who you know kill all those people we can't individually know what's in their hearts and whether they actually hate black people or not i mean the evidence is that they probably do but you they know, probably do but you know there's all sorts of different like uh there's all sorts of different arguments that could be made about that, I guess. But, you know, the main point is that, like, when you empower someone to, like, basically have a gun and pretty much are able to do whatever they want and are pretty much able to not not face any consequences for it, this is what's going to happen. You know, this is what's going yeah. to happen when you do that, ultimately, you know. And it doesn't matter how good their intentions are. It doesn't matter how good their, their uh, what do you call their thoughts or feelings are or whatever um you know ultimately when you put someone out into the field with like gun with a badge with weapons with you know this pretty much untouchability in terms of like law enforcement and stuff like that where they they're not probably not going to get prosecuted no matter what they do then ultimately there's going to be abuses of power because they're human and that's what ultimately what happens so yeah there needs to be just some sort of like structural major change just to how policing is done and this and yeah.
1: the and the real sad thing about it, not to interrupt, but the real sad thing about it is, is first of all, they're here to serve and protect, right? They don't serve nor protect most of the time when they come to they're, your house. They're not here to serve
0: and protect like normal people, like or like the average oh, yeah. person, like you and me. man. they're here to serve and protect, like you know the big companies like rich people like you know exactly. stuff like that that's what they're actually here to serve and protect for man like the policing the way that it currently is literally came out of like um, you know slave catchers and stuff like that exactly. from like the Jim Crow era when you know basically the, trying to the, all those laws that were enforced against black people where they were forced to have a job you were forced to basically have to show ID no matter where you went pretty much all of that stuff and yeah like the police who at the time would literally wear like clan like not clan but a Confederate uh, Army, like, clothing and stuff like that at the time to do that stuff. That's where the policing system of right now comes out of. So, yeah, man, it's just entirely broken. It needs to be fixed, pretty much.
1: They don't even serve and protect. Literally, they come, like, after the situation is already... Said and they're no better than security guards half the time, because mostly all the time when they get hit, the crime that already happened, somebody had got shot, you know, the drugs had already happened, you know, anything that anything that could have happened, it already happened. They just sit there and report it, and they try to do what they could do. Second of all, why I the thing that disgusts me about you know most police officers, and I'm not saying that all of them are bad, but I'm gonna just be real with you, I only see them pick on people that are not intimidating. Honestly, because if you guys are so big and bad and y'all like to fucking kill people that have guns and you feel threatened for, go to the heart of a hood or go to somewhere where it's like a mafia, you know, that you know their drugs are being done. Or you know that, the, you know, there's a hardened, like, gang or criminalized organization that's just been running and making people pay taxes to even be on side of a block. Like, go over there and do it. Like, but they're too scared to do it. I know places, and this is honest to God truth. Cause i because i know i i know this 150 percent there's places they won't go in the bay area because they're scared what's going to happen to them because they don't have the resources and they're scared that and they know that people are willing to die for what they want to protect and so they won't go in places in, uh, in the bay area. they won't go to certain places in baltimore they won't go certain places up in la because they're scared but so they pick on the ones that they know that doesn't have that backing that's oh, not ready oh man. cops is terrible. i don't know whether how far you want me to go with this man but cops are the biggest pussies on earth man come on
0: they are <laughs> on. like cops are the biggest fucking pussies on earth man like they like i i work in san francisco so i like have the experience of this like i literally see cops harassing like basically like homeless people and stuff like that more than anything exactly else, right? people who are just like mm-hmm. there on their street not even doing anything right i mean if you're talking about public drug use or whatever you know i i honestly think that most drugs should be legalized and that we shouldn't be, like, focusing on that anything like that either, but, you know, if they're just enforcing the laws then whatever, that's one thing. I'm talking about people that's, like, you know people's
1: heads, like Drek Cartel. No, no,
0: what I'm saying is that they don't do that, right? What they're mostly doing is just, like, harassing like, homeless people, pretty much, right? People who are not really bothering anyone, and, you know, like, there's stuff that comes out, and this is, like, a political thing that's both sides of the aisle, like, the mayor of San Francisco is a Democrat, right? And she's apparently been sending texts to, you know, cops and, like, the police commissioner and stuff like that, being like, I don't want to see any homeless people. Every time she sees a homeless person, she tries to get them kicked off the street and stuff like that there's people just like sitting there on the street not doing anything with like their dog and pretty much right not even doing anything like you know there's all sorts of stuff that's come out and it's just like you know that's what like the state's power and the state's force is used against is pretty much people who are poor people who are minorities people who maybe don't have like the best situation already in their life that's what happens and then and then, yeah, like I said, cops are the biggest places on Earth. And then they use their, like, violence and their power from that they have from the law to basically just, like, inflict violence and pretty much, like, misery on whoever they want to, pretty much. So, yeah, that's my stance on it. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And then, then they rape women and do It's just the whole point. Like, if you're going to have that power, do it. And you know, they people trust you to like protect and serve, like actually do the fucking protecting and serving. Like, yep. you're sitting there, you're sitting there pulling somebody over in a fucking Burger King and shooting them because they didn't want to give you an ID. Where people are sitting over here literally getting like, there's like way bigger things that's going on in our country, like, way bigger things. It's just, it's just is it's honestly ridiculous i was like i said i yeah i, man. I, I never like go ahead, uh, go ahead
0: like there's been like stories across the country of like cops like n- like you know basically like keeping like underage like 16 17 year old kids to like have sex with and stuff like that man like there was one in wisconsin from earlier this year where you know the cops like basically didn't do anything despite repeatedly being told about like a house where a bunch of kids were basically being trafficked and stuff like that and like pe- basically members of the community had to go there and like take those kids out themselves there was a story a couple years ago ago in the bay area actually just like right here where we live about a girl who basically she was like forced into like you know basically forced into like sex sex work by the cops and stuff like that and she was like underage and all that stuff and eventually like one of the first ones uh, wife found out about it so he like killed himself and then there was like a big investigation in Oakland and all that stuff about it but yeah ultimately like what's really happened about that case not much I mean like the victim is still there the cops haven't had much of a thing and yeah they're still voting to not like defund them or stuff like that Chicago just voted to keep them in schools and stuff like that keep these schools like pretty much like criminalized and stuff like that too so yeah man i don't know it just i don't really have too much hope for it but hopefully you know with these players standing up and these people who are like prominent in society and actually make a lot of you know money for a lot of different types of people standing up then you know hopefully some change will actually
1: occur yeah definitely that's and that's pretty much what it is like i i I will dive even more into it but it's kind of like everybody knows what's going on i mean we dove into it so many times like honestly like I, i i get I get irritated. It really does bother me that, like, it just bothers me, like, how you could literally have, like, these cops are not in, like, like the places that they need to be. They're in the wrong places bothering the right people. That's just all what it is. Like, not the right people, as in they're the right people for them to bother, as the right people, like, they're not doing anything wrong. And, um... It's just, it's just it's just, seven shots. That's the only thing that runs to my mind. The boy was turned around. I don't care if he got a knife. He got his babies in the car. You know, if, if he literally pulled out a gun on you and if he was wrestling with you, whatever, whatever, you couldn't take him down tasing, you call for backup, whatever. I get that part. I mean, there's things that you could have done to subdue him and i just don't feel like that that was the corrective action i don't feel seven yeah. shots in the back is correct again either.
0: man cops are the biggest pussies on earth and yeah man like i'm honestly like kind of like you know i wish we didn't have to talk about this at this point right i mean i wish that there was like <laughs> you know we could talk about sports because you know this show wasn't meant to like be like a show about like issues or social something exactly. or anything like that we were just going to be a silly sports show because we like debating with each other and stuff like that <laughs> that's what all this is going to be but like you know unfortunately we have to talk about these things because it's what's happening in our society and now it's like intersecting with sports and stuff like that too so yeah man and,
1: and not and not just that i mean we do actually have a platform to where people do listen to us and so i'm I, no matter what i'm always going to take the platform to talk about what i feel is right and i think you articulate yourself perfectly like in prashanta you are a little bit uh you know a little bit more crazier with their words but me i'm gonna tell you guys all right now the same way prashanta feels about a lot of things i feel the same i might not say because i know you guys hit me up like hey Prashanta's is really extreme me and him is on the same side i'm just a little bit more softer at saying i say it a little more delicately but it doesn't mean i don't feel i'm not right there with prashanta like the police are fucking pussies they're whack-ass pussies they're not shit they don't do anything they they're bullies and they're, they're basically punk-ass bitches that wasn't anything in high school. They got a gun, and they probably did, like, 30 push-ups every single day in their life if they're athletic. And the ones that are fat and skinny, they're definitely not shit. The only thing they do is just, like, to shoot black people because something happened or anything. They're just dummies and their pussies. I feel like they should go through some type of psychological evaluation before they even get a badge, before they get a gun. Like, how are you not even going through an exam? Lawyers have to go through exams to know the law. You guys don't even know the fucking law half the time like honestly he's like fuck the cops bro like if y'all want y'all want to hear me for how i talked with prashanta that's how i fucking talk fuck the cops fuck the cops fuck five zero, fuck the pigs and that's and that's on everything that i know yeah
0: yeah man i mean i just i don't know maybe people think i'm like too like crazy here talk to <laughs> talk too hotly or whatever but yeah that's just kind of like how i feel about it man i don't know i'm just not like able to like I don't know I guess I'm just not able to modulate myself in this way because I think that it's a real issue and it's like a fundamental it is thing a real is issue right? like without changing this we're not gonna achieve any sort of like real equality or like progress in our society because yeah that's like why we need to because yeah we need to like if you have like this constant threat of state violence against you you can't like live your life pretty much right like like you were saying you know mm. if you can't like walk to your like I think Vince Carter did you see the interview with Vince Carter where he's talking that's about where I got it from get carries his yeah. like ID with him like that's one of the most famous acts yeah athletes like in the world like of like the 20th century, 21st century pretty much right that from, is. from all of the stuff like literally from the olympics so yeah he is a world famous athlete and the fact that he feels that he needs to do that just means that like there's something wrong there's something that's fundamentally wrong and broken and needs to be changed right so yeah that's kind of how i feel about it and why i hang i don't know kind of radical about this stuff i guess but yeah and it's also why you're not even
1: radical you're on point yeah that's, that's just what it and is and
0: it's also why you know a couple weeks ago i think when you were talking about someone like uh, kamala harris right and you were saying oh you know I wasn't really feeling Biden too much but now I like him a little better because he picked her like I mean Kamala Harris was ultimately a prosecutor man that's my being I mean, like that, know, that's my beef that's my beef with her right like she was a prosecutor she was like upholding these systems right like when the Supreme Court said that um, basically was trying to halt like the death penalty and stuff like that in California and saying that like California was like um, what do you call like basically wasn't like allowed to kill some people she fought against that right like i mean she upheld the system where do you know like the wildfires that are going on right now like usually what happens yeah. is like inmates are the ones who are sent to fight this right which is i think it's barbaric right We're just, i think it's basically like slave labor because they're paid like a dollar maybe an hour or something like that to go into these like insane situations and fight these fires and now they can't do it because they're too sick with covid right it's like some like yeah. it's like some insane story that would be in like a science fiction story or something like that where the only people who you send out to like fight fires because they're the because you can like exploit them pretty much and exploit their labor are too sick to do it. So yeah man. It's and terrible. there's so many different stories that you know we don't need to go into every single thing. But yeah, when you pick someone like you, you when you pick someone like that to be a vice president to be it for the guy who like wrote the crime bill and is still like you know Biden's still not even in favor of legalizing marijuana. Like all of that stuff man like <laughs> I can't I just can't buy into like they're going to do anything without like extreme, extreme pressure with from like North normal people and grassroots and the average people and lots of protests and stuff like that. I don't buy that they're going to make any significant changes. That's pretty much how I feel about it, I guess.
1: I don't feel like they'll make the changes in the way that, you know, a lot of people expect them. But I do know that this 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 uh, self-entitled, you know, stick out your chest. I'm white. This is America kind of bullshit that's going around. I feel like that's going to deflate. I do feel like that's going to deflate. It'll level the playing field at that point. And that's all that i really pretty much actually like that's not all that i care about but that's mostly what i care about i literally i i don't know i don't know was i with you that night prashanta were you with me that night yeah you were you were you i think you were with me that night when uh yeah when trump won yeah 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 we we went to
0: we were like at a bar or something we played like trivia we had pizza all that stuff in sacramento i remember that night because obviously because trump won i also got a ticket that night and stuff like that yeah it was kind of (laughs) kind of a bad night in general man
1: Yeah, I remember, and what happened was, I remember the whole time, um, while because, I mean, we talk, you know, Obama's Obama, but I'm going to tell you guys one of these. A lot of people think Obama's like a far left guy. I'm letting you know. Well, I was pretty conservative Just because he's black doesn't mean he's like super liberal i'm just gonna let you guys know that right now. i mean not a lot he said himself
0: that in like an earlier age he would have been considered like a rockefeller republican type that's what he is yeah. he's like someone who's like pretty good on like social issues in terms of like abortion and gay marriage and stuff like that but in terms of a lot of issues like you know whether very it's the police or stuff like that whether it's the economy yeah he's like pretty much like a moderate like to like conservative type of
1: guy for so he's sure. very yeah and so you know and and that's it but because he was black people just you know they. Just thought he was super liberal, you know. The, which is like you should never judge a book by its cover. For one, you should never do that. Second, okay. So the main part of my story was is that I um, at that point I was like with I had a, a young lady on my on my arm at that point, and um, you know what happened was is that right after Trump got elected, we figured out that you know Prashant told me he had to go. You know we left instantly. The whole dynamic of one, because you could change, you could feel when somebody's being aggressive or somebody's giving off certain kind of vibes. Like, I don't know if I'm just like a super empath or whatever, but I do feel those kind of vibes instantly. Turn, look, like with hate, like they was going to do something and like the next week and a half. I went to a store a Starbucks, and instantly there was talking, calling people all type of, and the, this guy that was like, you know, just like dirt, nasty, didn't have a nice car, he was white against this guy, the black guy that was like six foot four, you know, in a big truck, and that was like a owner, you know, was calling him all types of the N-word, which that would have never happened, but because he, Trump gives some kind of like falsified like uh, nationalism, and um He he gives
0: them, like, a bravado because that's their guy that's in there pretty much, right? Like, they feel like they can pretty much do whatever they want. And I've caught some of that, too. You know, I've been called the end word like, a bunch, too. Like, you know, they (laughs) throw – like, they try to be creative. Like, the guy in the email – Called me like a purple n-word I think I think I've been called like a sand n-word before And stuff like that while I was working with GSI with you actually man like guys You know we would be like oh my name is Prashanta Z," And I think the guy pretty much just heard my name And started calling me that pretty much so Yeah that's terrible yeah yeah so I don't know man it's just like that type of stuff Is I think yeah I think Trump Does empower those type of people but yeah that and it would be good for them to like basically shut up and like lose pretty much you know yeah it would be be that would be good but yeah ultimately in terms of like actually getting the things that you know would be good and necessary i don't really see like the current democratic ticket doing that very
1: much either yeah i mean the world i mean pretty much the world's on fire well i definitely know the united the usa is on fire literally california's on fire like it's like apocalyptic, apocalyptic. Like it's orange sky Yeah, eyes, we haven't you know, been able to eat. open
0: our windows in like a week or something. <laughs> I don't know how many listeners we have outside of California because mostly, you know, friends and people that like you know and stuff like that who listen. But yeah, I don't know if anyone we know, like that's like outside of California listens. But yeah, man. Like, um, I had someone come to look at like I I needed some work done in my house, so I had someone come to look at it yesterday and. You know, he literally like took one step in and he was like, "Oh, your guys, your your guys' house doesn't house doesn't smell like smoke." Actually, I've been to a bunch of houses today and they already smell like smoke. <laughs> you know, I, I you know yeah. yesterday was uh, garbage night, so you know I went to take out the garbage cans yesterday from the house and like you know one step outside and it completely smelled like smoke. You know, so yeah, man, it's yeah. like <laughs> it's been like awful out here and like the air quality and everything. It's been bad here, man.
1: Yeah yeah and, and just let you guys know trump uh, not trump but um prashant i was so mad about trump it was still in my mind but prashanta didn't let you guys know one of the main reasons why we didn't record this you guys you guys don't really know how mad i was yesterday like i was i was heated yesterday i drank alcohol and i was like hey that's you ready i was like hey i don't think i could do it i'll probably end up losing my job because the stuff i wanted to say uh, I had to I couldn't have said it That loose I couldn't have loose And you know it really, And that's the thing about it I think there's a lot of talking You know A lot of symbolic gestures But really nothing goes on You know A lot of lip service You know And I think You know I, I'm really hard On Stephen A. Smith Is because You know Not saying that He's not a great journalist Not saying that I, I never looked up to him You know I really Steve, Stephen A. Smith Where he pays the way But he contradicts himself A lot A lot Like he's Had this big old notion Of um of the players needed to play because they need that platform to you know you know say things and you know people garner attention. Literally nobody. I'm gonna be real with you. I'm gonna be a hundred percent real with you. Like half not even, like just even my regular friends that are black and all about Black Lives Matter and my Mits friends and and my minority friends, even my white friends that are all about that. When they watch the basketball game, the Black Lives Matter, the peace, the unity, it's just symbolic. Don't nobody really ask you like, hey man what's this about? They just mad because they can't see the people's names so they can't identify them as fast. They couldn't tell the difference between like Reggie Jackson and somebody else. <laughs> it was terrible. Or uh, Reggie Jackson and what's the other, uh, he's a uh, Patrick Beverly. They couldn't tell, you know? And so, you know, they wasn't really paying attention to that. And so the thing about it with the whole symbolic gesture, you know, Stephen A was talking about that. Uh, so he was, I, I think he was like, y'all keep playing, keep playing, keep playing. And then all of a sudden when the Bucks You know, decide not to play and everybody follows suit. He's like, I'm so proud of you guys for not playing. Like, he contradicts one. He just, he literally had a Twitter showing, uh, saying that he's going to be doing like the NBA finals or something like that, or going to be on NBA countdown for like the rest of the uh, playoffs. And then the next one is like, oh, I'm so glad, you know, you guys did this and this and that. I just get so tired of like the back and forth. Like, the one thing I do know is uh, Shannon Sharp really, really good at still speaking to my, he's going back and forth with people Like he don't even need, doesn't even, shouldn't be going back and forth with like, just like trolls, you know what I'm saying? And, um, but he stands there and defends and he does a lot of things. I just, I just feel like I'm mad because I got my basketball taken away, but I'm happy that it got taken away. Does that make sense? And I hope that you know, and the WNBA got taken away. I mean, they—I don't know what they're going to do. That was—that was, that was going to be one of my questions for you, actually. What should they do now that they made this stance The WNBA? Uh, you know, the NBA. You know, has out to Naomi Osaka. You know, she decided to pull out of you know the tennis uh, tournament. Uh, I forget what it's called. I don't know if it was Wimbledon, one of those for 2020, and she was in the semifinals already. Like, uh, Kenny Smith walked off. You know, just just these things. Like, what what's next? Like, what do you think should happen next? Should they cancel the season, cancel the playoffs until they see some kind of change? Like, what, what do you think should happen? Man, I don't know what's going to happen because ultimately, like, I think they
0: were like making calls to like the Wisconsin legislature and stuff like that too, right? I mean, like what are they going to do? Like, you know, these people already don't agree with this issue and think like like basketball players shouldn't be talking about this and they should basically like shut up and dribble and stuff like that too, right? I mean that's pretty much what exactly. they already think. So I don't know how much of a change that they're going to make ultimately, right? But yeah, I mean it's good that they're trying to do this. I think they're reaching out to the Wisconsin attorney general and stuff like that. All that stuff is good, but I don't know ultimately how much change that they can achieve and i don't know man as far as stephen a smith goes i think that like you know i've said this before i think that everything that he says publicly i think is like fake i think it's like wwe type of stuff where you know he's on like a debate show he's he used to be like a good journalist like you were saying but now he's like on this debate show and pretty much what his job is is just to like yell at people pretty much right so yeah he's gonna go (laughs) and do that and he'll pretty much like uh, you know, just kind of yell at people and, you know, just like have these loud opinions pretty much. And yeah, that's going to be it. So, yeah, you know, uh, I don't really think that anything is going to be like really do you think, this, but yeah,
1: do, do you, do you think the NFL, if the NFL players decide not to play also, do you think, because NFL is America's sport. I know that they say baseball is uh, America's pa- national pastime, whatever. Football is like the sport of sports in America. That's just what it is. And so, um, do you think if those players decide not to play and teams decide not to actually do it, uh, do you think it'd be like a re- like the movie The Replacements? They'll replace every single black person with like a white player or a player that is willing to play, or do you think that you know things would start changing if the NFL players are like, nope, I'm not doing like you know I I get it like with Colin Kaepernick, heat, like was okay, but if you have someone like a Patrick Mahomes or like a Tom Brady is like, no, I'm not doing this, so I see some change. Do you think that would make like a do you think I would have a greater impact than NBA players? Um, maybe, but
0: uh, you know, looking at the response to Colin Kaepernick, man, I feel like they would pretty much be saying like the same stuff. I don't know whether they'd be able to get replaced or anything like that. I don't think that would that type of situation would happen on like a wide scale or anything. But yeah, man, in terms of like what um like what the how people would react to it. I think they would pretty much say the same stuff that they would say about basketball players, man. Instead of shut up and dribble, it would be shot up and tackle or something like that, right? You know, where they basically just think that these people are just there to be our entertainment and they don't have the right to say, you know, or to have an opinion about these issues. I think it's pretty much how people would look at it.
1: Yeah, I I don't I I guess I I guess well, I have to put myself in check, you know, because you know, I'm a big sports, you know, but of course, you know, we have a show about f- Fucking sports, so of course I going to be a sports buff, right? But I feel like sports is so quintessential for you know an individuals' life. You know, you take your girl on a date to see a game. You go out with your friends to see a game. You know, you you know you tailgate. You know, you do a lot of things. You know, going to sporting events. You know, you bet. There's so much uh, economic. There's so much of an economic presence, and then just a social presence about sports that I feel like if those were to be taken away. Then it will be something totally totally different, and I feel like nobody wants to actually take it away. I feel like it will lobby for something to happen, but I feel like like it would it it just couldn't be just the n b a players. I feel like the nFL players have to be right there. Nobody gives a shit about baseball. I think you know how bad it was uh shout out to the Milwaukee Brewers for not playing the game uh but I don't I think the rest of the baseball uh teams played right i I think they did, and um the MLS, I, I believe they didn't. I think the Mariners
0: didn't play either. I think they're cons- actually considered like the most. Um, what do you call? Uh, they're like they have the most black players of any team in the league or anything like that. So
1: okay, that's good. And then MLS, you know, uh, the WNBA didn't play. I just, I, I just think something has to happen. I just don't want it to be like really. It seems like the more close we get to this election. The more crazier the United States is getting. Like about time November happens, is is it going to be a race war? Like a legit race war? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, how crazy is it going to be? I just feel like, you know, we could definitely, we definitely could do something more. I feel like that. Athletes shouldn't let up. I felt like it was stupid for them to have let up to actually join you know, start the season. I feel for our players, I know I understand they have families. Everybody understands you guys have families, you guys have bills, but it's kinda really hard to feel sorry for you guys when you're making like twenty million dollars a year or like five million dollars a year, or like, you know, at what's the league minimum for the NBA? Isn't it like seven hundred and fifty thousand? Something like that, yeah. Okay, it's really hard to feel bad for you guys when people that's only making twenty three thousand dollars is literally out on the streets, uh, and they don't have the same faces like how you can. Where if they recognize you, the police is gonna turn around like, oh my goodness, you know, you isn't it crazy how the athletes can sit there and be on a speakerphone and. Blah, 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 this and blah, 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 that. And, you know, Kiki Palmer could be up on in front of a, a National Guard's face and tell them to march with them. And, you know, but if it's just a regular person, they're shooting tear gas and rubber bullets at them and beating the hell out of them. Like they have this platform. It's like, I don't really feel sorry for them. Like, stand up. You know, eventually, you know, there's so, somebody in your family. You came from this kind of poverty written like story. Like, don't forget where you came from. I know they're doing the best that they can, but I feel like they could be doing more. You know, they could they could be doing substantially more with. Lending their voices, lending their support, lending their time. I'm sorry that if, you know, you guys can't maintain like a two point five million dollar mansion if you don't get to play. But I I would easily give up two point five million dollars to, you know, to further the conversation, to build off of this situation, because I feel like this is one of those points in times and quintessential point in times where things can actually happen. There's just very few times that this guy, because people always like to stick back to the status quo, what's comfortable for them. And right now, everything is uncomfortable. And so I feel like it's it's best to, like, give your all. And so that's my thing. I, I I really want to see how these football players react. I see how the basketball players just react. I feel like like how you told me the Lakers, which is real crazy, which is real crazy, because out of everybody, the, most, the person with the most to lose you know, if they didn't continue this playoff it would probably have been LeBron James because his legacy could have been even furthered. You know what I'm saying? Winning another championship. I would have had an Ashley, but he still would have had a championship. Played to people like, you know, he would be the main one to be like, hey, I want to keep this going. But they're saying they don't want to do it. And then the Clippers, another title favorite, doesn't want to continue it. It's kind of like, okay, and this is real. And everybody thinks I'm a LeBron, hater, But if LeBron doesn't want to play and he decides not to play in basketball for the playoffs, I'm not watching it. I'm really well, I mean I, if LeBron is gonna, serious about
0: like not wanting to play or whatever the entire thing is going to go on because yeah yeah, yeah.
1: that's it like like I, if, the, if LeBron says I'm not going to play what's the purpose of having the playoffs right now like honestly like I people like but he like he's bot's office like he's he's the he's the dude like Honestly, he is. And so it's kind of like even if he's the bad guy in your brain or the good guy, one of the way he's one of those sides to where you want to see somebody either beat him or him beat somebody. Right. And so if you don't have LeBron James, then you really don't have any, anything, to be honest with you. It's kind of like, though. And then it makes it look really bad on the other players. And people say, "Well, I don't want the other players to feel bad if they choose to." If they, I think it was Charles Barkley that said, "I don't want the players to feel bad. Uh, I don't want people to feel bad about the players that don't just that don't decide and they do play." It's kind of like. It's just tough, you know what I'm saying? Because they live in a world where it's way different. Like it's way, way different. Like I know they came from humble beginnings, but they're not there like that. They don't like they like Doc said. Well, I have to tell my son this and this and that. That's because nobody really knew who Austin Rivers was. But if you pulled over, Doc. You wouldn't sit there, no cop would sit there and be riding Doc's ass like that. Nobody would be doing that. And I'm pretty sure not a lot of people do that with any other kind of athlete or star that they do know. So I think that they should just, you know, suck it up and push, lobby, 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 push, lend lend their voices, and so definitely the NFL players. I think the NFL players are more important than the NBA players to lend their voices because a lot of the, if it's all the NFL players, not just the black ones, but all the NFL players, I think they could definitely lobby because you know how much the NFL have cachet with everything around us going on around here? It's crazy, and so. That's just my thought process. <laughs> the deflated balls is just the government, bro. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <for laughs> my <sure>. deflated. Defili- <laughs> it's, it's just the system. This just the system is the deflated balls for me. Well, I don't want to just just strictly just. I mean, this we pretty much took up the whole show. But I did want to hear your thoughts about how. What about Luca, bro? How did you feel about Luca's was performance? Crazy, man. I thought it was his insane. performances. You know,
0: he's you know obviously the game that happened yesterday. He wasn't as good, but you know uh you know all that stuff happened there but yeah i mean i thought it was crazy and he's definitely showing out i think in a way that like i don't know no one else in like the pretty much the 2010s is he like already like the best like young prospect from the 2010s already man yeah like yeah yeah is. i don't see anyone really, who's really like that type of thing like someone who's i don't even know if he's 21 yet or not right he's 21 something like that maybe 22
1: I think he just turned yeah, 21 yeah, or 22. Yeah, he's super young, man. It's, it's crazy the type
0: of production that he's putting up against like this team that had like legitimate championship aspirations, right? So, yeah, man, that's crazy. And you know, he's going mm-hmm. a lot. He's going to go very far. And you know, we've both been on Luca, and we've both been saying like, oh, you know, Luca is going to be one of the future superstars of the league. And you know, that's not an original observation from you know because a lot of people have been saying that. But yeah, I'm glad that we've been right about this one and showing that you know he was going to ball out in these playoffs.
1: I just didn't know. I didn't also, know he was gonna also, arrive this they fast. They won
0: without KP, so fuck him. Fuck KP's bitch ass for. Free. <laughs> <laughs> they can win without Luca. Can win without. This him. is a, a yeah, New York yeah, Knicks fan can win saying. Without him. Fuck him. You know they can cut him and send him back to Europe or whatever. You know he's he doesn't need to be relevant <laughs> to the NBA anymore. I don't think. <laughs> oh my
1: goodness. I didn't. He he can't. He arrived so fast, bro. Like he's a he's here. Like the, Luca is here, bro. Like. There's no like, oh, well, I mean, he I believe he has more to offer and his, his ceiling is higher than what he's already doing. Hold up. Bless you. But uh, thank you. But I literally feel in my heart, Luka's there, bro. Like I, I thought Dallas, I knew Dallas was going to win a championship with Luka. I thought it's about four or five years out. I'm thinking more two to three years. Maybe yeah, about two to three years. I, I think he's like two years ahead of like what they gotta I get had, another like thought. a
0: perimeter like creator type of guy. Man, the, everyone that he has around him is pretty much I think like a supporting player type of guy. He needs like a number. He needs like a for real there number two who can like create alongside him and take some of the pressure off of him sometimes. So you know he doesn't need to be scoring. Yeah, yeah, another a ball handler. Guy, like, so you, you know, need. so he doesn't okay. have to be scoring forty and putting up triple doubles to win by like one point, right? I mean, you don't want your best player to be doing that. Yeah, I mean when they can do that it's good obviously but you know if you don't have to put that pressure on him that's even better so i think that's what they need pretty much and yeah man he's way ahead of what you know even i thought that he was doing and yeah man i mean the sons and the um the sons the kings and the hawks the three teams that had a chance and the hawks drafted him and ended up trading him for trey young man well trey trey is good but like Trae is good, but you know he's he's not luca right honey? he's not luca sure, he's not he's not like a generational <laughs> superstar type of guy so yeah, man, I don't know. Those teams, I feel, all, like, really screwed themselves over by not taking them, pretty much, yeah.
1: You know who else screwed themselves over, too? That I, feel really, I don't really feel sorry for them, but you know what team really, really screwed up? I feel like the Lakers screwed up, for one. You know, I mean, they got pieces. Lonzo's becoming a better player, but if you want instant, you know, player, I feel the Lakers messed up. Do you up, mean the Pelicans? I really feel— Because Lonzo's
0: not on the Lakers anymore.
1: No, 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 I know. I'm talking about just oh, drafting no, his uh, draft. Luka was class. the year after. I, oh, uh, Philly. No, 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 no. I'm not I'm not talking about Luka. I'm talking about this draft class with Alonzo, who I feel sorry for is the Lakers. I feel sorry for the Philadelphia seven Sitzers. And you gonna know and you know the reason why is because Jason Tatum he ended up uh on the Celtics. Tatum ended up on the Celtics with he either had end up with Philly or L.A. I think L.A. was second. Yeah, right? I mean, Lonzo went two, right? L.A. was
0: taking Lonzo Ball, I think, that year, no matter what, man. I mean, he'd been connected to them since forever. And, you know, they traded away D'Angelo Russell, who they had, you know, to take Lonzo. So, yeah, man, I don't see. Yeah, yeah, I don't that see was that. They weren't going to take. I, don't, I think they were set on Lonzo pretty much from the beginning. And, yeah.
1: I think they were, even though that – uh jason tatum was uh kobe's protege one of kobe's protege's kobe i feel like it would have philly really needed jason tatum i feel you know how bad philly is right now this uh, and i'm I no don't let's know if see the thing Brand. is man like if, if
0: philly had gotten the version of markel faults that was advertised to us where he's going to be like this great like point guard scorer type of guy that's what i think they actually need right? yeah Jason Tatum is a nice piece, and he's like a nice wing and stuff like that. But they have like you know they have like guys who are pretty much in that mold with like Tobias Harris and Ben Simmons and guys like that, right? They really need like a real perimeter like point guard like ball handler scorer type of guy, right? That's what they need, and that's why they should have that's why they should have gone after like Monty Brogdon or like or like you know tried to keep Jimmy Butler pretty much, right? <laughs> that's what they they should have done that instead of like Tobias Harris yeah. instead of uh, Al Horford and all that stuff, but yeah.
1: Well, well you, you you're going to hate me for this one, probably. I don't know. I don't. I I could tell you. I don't feel to Ben Simmons has the ceiling as much has a, as a higher ceiling than what he already is compared to. Jason Tatum, and I don't feel Tobias Harris is even on Jason. Oh yeah, he's not for sure. Tobias Harris isn't for sure,
0: but I'm just saying they have that like you know archetype of like that wing who can like shoot and stuff like that with Tobias Harris. You know, obviously a much much worse version, but like you know what this version of the Sixers obviously Jason Tatum would be good for them. But what they need more than anything else, I think, is like a real point guard who can like handle the ball and shoot and stuff like that, man. More than uh, Ben Simmons, because I think Ben would be better in like a secondary ball handler type of like defending all the positions that type of role. And I don't know, man. I just think that his potential hasn't been fully like achieved there while they have him and joel together and i keep saying this but yeah i don't think that uh, him or joel's potential is going to be fully achieved with both of them together and you know they're saying that yeah yeah they're saying that they're not going to trade them this year because you know they fired the coach and all that stuff they're probably gonna have the new guy try and you know try, try and come in try something different but yeah man i think that unless Like, though one of those two gets traded, their their full potential isn't totally going to be explored. So, I guess, speaking of the draft, man, like, the lottery did happen last week, so maybe we can touch on that a little bit to end it. Uh, The Warriors got the number two pick, so what do you want them to do with that, man? What do you think would be the best thing for the Warriors to do with that pick?
1: (sighs) Trade it with Draymond Green. What type of what type of player would you want back in
0: return? Are you thinking like another wing, or are you thinking like a big man? What do you think that they would?
1: Um, well, honestly, honestly, I think the Warriors. Okay, so it's really tough. If you say this person, you know, Steve Kerr is really good at developmental. I want to keep Andrew Wiggins only because. Um, He's long, he's athletic, and he could turn into a good defender. I mean, we didn't even know Ben Simmons had, de- like, was this good at defense, right? In his first couple of years. And all of a sudden, he, I think he should have probably won the defensive player of the year. Um, if you know, Giannis wasn't as good, he would have been my number two, you know. Uh, but, um, honestly, I feel like I don't know, like, it's like you guys, it's just it's too many. That second pick is just weird to me because I don't feel like this is a really good draft class, to be honest with you. I really don't. And so, I mean, there's a big dude that's up there. I James, forget his name. James Wiseman. He, he's yeah. supposed to go in. Yeah, James Wiseman. And then uh, they're supposed to get some other like small forward dude. But if you got Andrew Wiggins, I'll keep Wiggins. If Steve Kerr could really actually develop Wiggins to who what his, he, he's supposed to be, I'm cool with that. Uh, you want to keep draymond if you wanted to get the big dude whatever i just need somebody that could run off a of pick and roll other than Draymond green Steph needs another pick and roll partner other than Draymond green and so i think uh um, the big dude could probably be okay i, I honestly i don't know what, what do you feel about your knicks i mean uh, like this was them?
0: uh this was i told you this in text man, but i didn't want them to move up in this draft class just because of what you're talking about man this isn't a very strong class at the top i don't feel like any of the these guys have, like, all-star potential, a couple of those guys, but, uh, you know, Anthony Edwards, I think we were talking about that small forward, and, like, uh, LaMelo Ball, like, you know, Lonzo's younger brother, obviously, the very famous point guard who played in Australia and all that stuff, but, yeah, those guys, I think, have all-star yeah. potential, but they have real holes in their game, just all sorts of different stuff, so, yeah, man, I didn't want to move up this year. Next year has a lot of really top, top prospects. If they don't move up next year in the lottery, I'll be like, you know, I'll be pretty sad about that. But this year, I was, I was fine with it, man. I kind of just want them to take like a good player who's going to be able to contribute. You know, there's guys like Devin Vassell. I really like him. He's like this uh, three and D wing from Florida State. Florida State is really good at developing prospects, man. I would like him. Uh, Killian Hayes, who plays in France, he's kind of like this scoring point guard type of guy I like him too he needs to work on his shot a little bit but if he can get that I think he's got a good career ahead of him or he can be at least pretty solid so yeah I mean there's only a couple of guys I don't really want but yeah otherwise pretty much I think that like you know I'm uh, I think that this is a good spot and they can land like a pretty good player here or you know maybe trade down the only thing that I don't really want them to do is like pay you know just give up a bunch of picks to move up and take one of those like lamella ball type of guys because I don't think that it would be worth it for them so, yeah, that's pretty much where I'm at with that. Let me let me propose okay, a trade to you okay, for the Warriors, well, man. Okay, so let's okay. say the Warriors send um, the second overall pick, right, from this year. They send um, mm-hmm. Andrew Wiggins, and they send the Timberwolves pick from next year to the Pelicans for Drew Holiday. Would mm-hmm. you do that? No? Why not? Hell no. Drew Holiday for is like Drew really Holiday, good. He's like no a shooter. Pass. He's like a really good defender and all that stuff.
1: So hard pass. We already I mean, have. A yeah, bad but court. you can play
0: Clay at the three, though. Clay's like, like six, 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 seven. You can play him at the three.
1: I I, I like Clay in that shooting guard position. Though. You know, I, you know, I'm really stuck on like position. You know how I am, kind of old school on that. I don't like. I like their true position. I, I like Clay at the shooting guard. Um, if you gave me him for Zion, you're not getting uh, Zion for <laughs> you're not getting Zion for that man. Like, <laughs> It's cool. It's cool when the Bucks get when the Bucks if they ever come back if the NBA resumes or if it doesn't and the Bucks get routed uh, next year. Giannis will come over. Uh, yeah, so man. We'll I good. don't
0: think that the the uh, Bucks would like take that offer for Giannis either, man. Just because there's teams that have a lot more assets in terms of that, man, that that, that could uh, make a trade for Giannis. So yeah, I'm not I'm not seeing that, man. Yeah, I'm not seeing that happening anytime soon. To be honest.
1: Yannick's uh, going to come You, don't, to us you guys don't have the agency. money for that. <laughs> are
0: you, you going to afford... Yeah, yeah.
1: I do <laughs> not know. We'll, fi- we'll figure it <laughs> I mean, out. The only
0: reason KD was able to come was because there was like, <laughs> a huge jump in the cap that allowed them to sign like pretty much another like really high-level player. That's not going to happen again. The cap is shrinking, man. The Warriors are actually kind of in trouble based on the cap because like they have a really high payroll. They're paying Andrew Wiggins like a lot of money and. Yeah, man, I, I t- uh, you know, I, you know, we dis- agree and disagree on a lot of different stuff, man. But, yeah, Wiggins, I don't, I don't see him developing into, like, a good defender because he just hasn't so far in his career, man. It's been, like, six years already so far, man. He just hasn't shown that, like, desire and that willingness yeah. to do it, man. And if you're not going to do it under, like, Tom Thibodeau, who's going to, like, scream at you and get in your face and make you play defense all day, I don't know that you're going to do it anywhere. So, yeah, man, I don't really believe in him to do any of that stuff, to be honest.
1: Yeah. Okay. But okay. yeah,
0: I think we can wrap it up there unless you have anything else or
1: Definitely. Nope, that was it. Just, you know, let's just just stand for what you guys believe is right, you know, don't let it, you know, slow down, you know. I know that it might seem like this is like to some people that listen to us cuz obviously we have a Off, we begin emails i'm telling you these people are weird some of these people i don't know i mean y'all cool but y'all weird too bro and so um you know y'all might think a certain way or think that it's not worth talking about this is definitely a conversation i need to be talked about and needs to continue to be talked about um hope you guys have a good rest of your week um we should be continuing back on sunday and i think that we're going to start doing our test runs for our youtube channel yeah for so sure you know, we're for gonna that.
0: start off probably just doing that like for ourselves at first and then eventually once we feel comfortable with it getting it out to you guys so yeah for now if you want to get to that faster just you know same as always like subscribe share give us five stars on itunes all that stuff um you can uh, email us questions steroids are good podcast at gmail.com and i think that's pretty much it so we will uh, talk to you guys next week bye
1: all right night